0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I break down if I think Prime Energy will be able to match the success level reached by its hydration drinks. But before we get started, I would love if you took 49 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Logan Paul, KSI, and the team at Congo Brands just launched Prime Energy, but does it stand a chance to outsell the brand's hydration drinks? Before I get into my predictions that are juicier than Prime's flavors, just kidding, you guys know I don't sensationalize stuff for clicks. I probably should kind of start with some basic foundational insights for anyone that's not up to speed on this topic. During the first week of January 2022, Logan Paul and KSI announced together on a live Instagram feed that they had founded a new drink company called Prime. Its first product would be in the hydration category, and it would be a ready-to-drink, a.k.a. a sports drink, but more on that product a little bit later. In that announcement video, they said something to the effect of, we created Prime to showcase what happens when rivals come together as brothers and business partners to fill the void where like great taste meets function. Now that we're both fighting on the same team, we truly believe that the sky is the limit. Now that's a cutesy storyline, whatever, but I should probably take a step back. For those that are living under a rock, you know, Logan Paul and KSI are mega content creators that have a combined reach of somewhere around 100 million across the various digital platforms. As for that rival comment, it stems from Logan Paul and KSI competing against one another in two boxing matches a handful of years ago. Now, the third wheel in the Prime brand is also, at least from my perspective, the most important. Since I'm friends with the founding team and I know they like to keep a relatively low profile. I won't get into the nitty-gritty of Congo brands, but the short and sweet information on Congo brands is that it is literally like the business model muscle and specializes in partnering with celebrity influencers to create and launch CPG brands. Currently, the most successful of these portfolio brands would be Alani New, which does north of $500 million in annualized retail sales between the functional beverages, protein, snacks, and supplement categories. But getting back to the prime ready-to-drink hydration product, what is causing the internet to go crazy? Is it the product? Eh, I don't know. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it. I've drank my fair share of them, and they are great tasting products coupled with a good mix of ingredients. Now, is it the packaging? I mean, it's bright, the big bold prime pops, and overall, I think the Creative agency over at Super Top Secret did a really solid job, but I'm not sure that's the main component to its success. And I keep talking about the Prime hydration success, but what's the measuring stick in terms of what I'm talking about here? Now, Prime has stated its 2022 sales were around $115 million. Now, remember, that's basically 11 and a half months of business activity in year one out the gate. That's essentially unheard of in any beverage category that isn't a brand or product extension by one of the biggest beverage brand portfolios. What's even more impressive is that Prime is expected to match the annual 2022 revenue in the first quarter of 2023. So if it isn't the product contents or the branding slash packaging, why has Prime Hydration been so successful out the gate? Now, I mentioned this recently in another piece of content, but the hydration category is all about iterative innovation. Prime piggybacked off of elements from market leaders like Gatorade and Body Armor, but also rode a bit of the Liquid IV effect wave. Gatorade was all about athlete endorsement deals. Body Armor and Liquid IV gave athletes or celebrity endorsers A small fraction of equity in the company, whereas Prime leaned into the creator economy by making them large equity holders and hands-on business faces of the brand. Now, the celebrity creator packaged goods trend is one that sees the most popular celebrities or creators of today becoming the biggest CPG brands of tomorrow. It took less than a year in market for Prime Hydration to become the fifth largest sports drink brand in America. How did they do that with fractions of the marketing spend that it took Body Armor to reach that level years ago? When you hit on the right celebrity plus right product element, you can pull forward brand awareness to a level that takes competitors years or many millions of dollars to achieve. The major benefit of the celebrity packaged goods trend is that Logan Paul and KSI are masters at winning consumer attention through today's kingmakers, aka digital platform algorithms. Prime also ran with the opportunity Liquid IV created by them targeting consumers in a different way that wasn't being done in the marketplace. Prime is making the category fun and introducing a new, younger demographic to the traditional sports drink market. That categorical incrementality is appealing to large retail partners that are finding space in sets that are still owned by Gatorade. So what does this all mean for the relative success of the Prime Energy lineup? Let's start with the kind of good stuff first, having large retail partnerships and being successful in providing them incrementality. That's worth its weight in gold. They aren't starting from square one. So That's why you're seeing the energy drinks get shelf placements right out the gate at these very large retail giants like Walmart or Target or Kroger. Another positive is that the U.S. energy drinks market is red hot. It had around 10% year-over-year growth in 2022. And that isn't just from price inflation. It was one of the few large beverage categories that had volume growth consistently. At current Q4 run rates, The U.S. energy drinks market should reach about $20 billion in total sales in 2023. That means more buyers, more retail space, more momentum for a beverage category that has always had a chip on its shoulder from coffee drinkers thinking they are superior. Also, all of the attributes about prime hydration that I mentioned weren't the main success drivers. So like the Great Taste or the Good Product Ingredient Deck or the Bold Branding, those are transferred to the energy drinks. That provides a foundational trust for most repeat hydration customers to at least move across categories into trialing the energy drinks. Now, I said most, and this is where I start to turn a little bit like negative because a large share of the most die-hard audience of Logan Paul and KSI are under 18 years old. While there isn't an age restriction on energy drinks in the US market, almost all energy drink packaging will contain a warning that discourages consumption by individuals under the age of 18. So, asking your mom or dad to buy you a $3 Prime Hydration drink to show off on social media might be easy to get, but parents would likely balk at giving their kids an energy drink with 200 milligrams of caffeine. That's why maximizing the creator package goods success equation includes having the right celebrity and the right product. Celebrities and creators have the potential to build extremely valuable brands, but not all combinations are created equal. Logan Paul and KSI have proven to be extremely powerful individuals in creating commercial value in the CPG industry. You can't deny that. You also can't deny that having Congo brands as the kind of blocking and tackling X's and O's CPG operational partner is a winning combination. Yet, based on my understanding of the potential strategic misalignments with the Energy Drinks product, I honestly can't imagine them meeting the sales expectations of the Prime Hydration drinks. Now, does that mean that the Energy Drinks will be a failure? Hell no, I could easily see them making a run at the top 10 energy drinks in the next two to three years. I could also see the entire prime brand being acquired in the next two to three years by one of the biggest beverage portfolios because they've shown the potential to grow incrementally and differentiate from traditional brands that have been around for decades. But one last point here before I wrap this content up. I've mentioned the creator economy several times. It's really early innings and will most certainly balloon into an even bigger force. Prime didn't become a highly prized brand because of slick branding or being the most innovative product. The real differentiation in Prime comes from being attached to a set of mega creators that are generally well-liked and trusted by their collective audience. Plus, Logan Paul and KSI are extremely sharp, and ambitious business-wise. Here's the downside of the creative economy that many aren't talking about just yet. As individuals do become brands, they too will have natural life cycles. How many brands, businesses, companies, whatever, last 5 or 10 or 25 or 50 years? Not that many. Now, KSI has been around a long time. Logan Paul has been around even longer. And maybe that means that they are special breakthrough examples. Regardless, having any CPG brand attached to a person, or in this case, persons, comes with risk layers. In business strategy, we call this key man risk. If you take away one or both creators for any reason, maybe that's they're losing trust in the marketplace, whatever, does this brand fall into the sea of sameness? I don't know just yet, but it's something to watch.